Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I screwed it up. <laughs> Oh, Dan shit. with Supra. All right. What's up, Brazilian? Dan, Supra Dan. Portuguese? Yeah. yeah. My wife's, yeah, last name Miguel. She's Portuguese. That's a little easier to say. Yeah, Miguel is an easy one. <laughs> Di Olivera's haunted me since I've been. Gui Oliveira? Gui Oliveira. Di Oliveira. Di Oliveira. Yeah. So, oh, okay. of the olive tree, apparently. Yeah, they'll debate ah. it. Um, okay. Better pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, super close, and uh, we should be good to go. All, All right. right. Uh, welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. Uh, my name's Dan. I'm Art. And I'm Lane. We're with Dan, uh, Mr. Supra is what I'm going to call you. <laughs> um, That'll work. Dan was uh, awesome enough to bring his, well, I'm going to call it perfect, uh, Supra Turbo. Uh, what year is it? Uh, it's a 98. 98. Yep. Uh, black, black manual car to our uh, Radwood at RM Auctions event at Fort Lauderdale, which we are sitting at right now. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm appreciative of you guys having us out here. We've been trying to come to your event for a while now, and now that you're in our backyard, it was easy to get down here. So yeah. super psyched to bring the car out and be part of this cool display of cars. So yeah, well, we yeah we're super stoked, and um, it is definitely uh, kind of a preview of what's to come for another bigger event, which we'd love to have you back at. But um, we talked a little earlier about your your background, and um, I was surprised to know this is not your only Supra. <laughs> No, it is not. Um, in some capacity, I think since I was 19 or 20, I've had a Mark IV Supra. So it's like a big things that make me like cars. A lot of those things happened in that type of car. So um, before that, I had see a Honda Civic before I even had a permit that uh -huh. I traded for a Fox body Mustang that I loved that I sold to get my first Supra. And that's kind of how we got to where we are now. Nice. This particular one, I think I've had for maybe 10, 12 months. Uh, we found it out of New Mexico. It's a 3,500 original mile car. Last last model year that they sent to the US. I have uh, a couple other ones. I have one that's ugly, that hence the Instagram name over there. What is um, the Instagram name? Rat Rod Supra. Oh, okay. So that one, uh, there's one that is black also. It's a 94, six speed, but it has terrible paint. The rest of the car is completely gone through and done. Uh, we've been an 880 in that one. Uh, and then I have a, a 97 drag racing Supra, obviously fully built for that intention. Oh, okay. Full single cage. turbo thing. Oh yeah, funny car cage, single turbo. Wow. It's been a 740. Um, it should be hopefully, no, deep, deep seven. Uh, Anything 690 would be phenomenal. <laughs> um, that's insane. So that, that's the goal. But yeah, I don't know. Something about every single one of these cars kind of like reminds you of when you were young. And like mm -hmm. those were the cars that were on our posters. I mean, we're sitting here looking at a Countach. I mean, that was on everyone's wall as a child. Yep. It's cool. I, I just the whole think the whole vibe of the event is very cool. Um, it's not your typical import show and it's not your typical car show it's like kind of very directed and i i kind of have a appreciation for what you guys do to be honest cool thank you thanks and we're yeah we're stoked to have you i mean your car is definitely one of the featured cars here <laughs> i mean it is uh it is insane i mean it literally is like a showroom stock 
Supra. It's it's if you were to buy a brand new Supra in 1996, is that? That's a 98. 98, yep. sorry. Um, that's what you would see. I mean, and it's it's got to be incredible to actually like. I, I mean, the smells, right? Does yeah. it smell like yeah. the, the smell? The if you, if you go near the the window, it smells like a '90s Corolla would have smelled. Yeah. Like a '90s Camry. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it, it definitely has that uniqueness to it. One thing I want to point out is uh, the exhaust tip and muffler is bone stock. This is probably the only one in Florida. That, it's amazing. Even a perfect low mileage car, you'll see them, and it's like, oh, a huge. You know, we call them fart cans in California. I don't yeah. know what you call them here, but uh, yeah, thank you. Most, uh, yeah, most everyone that you see has at least what they call in like that world like BPU upgrades. So they do a boost controller, a downpipe, cat back exhaust intake, and you know, and that uh, I've had them also in that type of modification. They make four hundred and. 30 horsepower to the tire and they're fun but uh yeah something actually about driving this car i've only driven it maybe three miles <laughs> um, but it's so quiet it's so smooth it's the most fun one to drive out of all of them uh, and it's a shame that you almost can't enjoy I, driving i know yeah. you know it's tough talked about that for a minute well, i was uh, saying is he drove it from the fountain to the parking lot and that was a long trip yeah <laughs> he was, yeah. yeah well the good news is that you're in a good position because you're so low that like you could do maybe a 50 mile fun trip one day and it's going to be insanely epic and you're not going to impact the value at 15 miles yeah but yeah, he doesn't so, want to get over four i know but, yeah but if you were like, like 36 it, you'd be cool but yeah but just like theoretically though right it's like sure it, it, that's where um you, you know 15 miles whatever you know like i mean if, out there in the market i know what we were just talking about the young timer collection that car that sold for 175 ish or so yeah that was uh their amelia, their amelia island auction right i think right and that was an eleven thousand mile car this is a three thousand mile car so this is easily a two hundred thousand dollar car we think oh uh, yeah <laughs> so i i know i you, hope that you guys are right <laughs> you know and, and we're, we're we're there man we have friends who are kind of crazy and they have super low mileage very rare cars and and you know they do the same thing though right they they buy the lowest they can do and then they drive them for you know maybe a couple thousand miles and then sell so but they get a ton of enjoyment out of them and they're still in good shape not as much as they would have gotten 2,000 less miles but they managed to get the enjoyment out of the drive you know so yeah for sure so i mean it, it spends almost all of its time at my house under a clear cover on a lift so it's out of the way of everything and you know it's kind of we we hang out in the garage and tinker around with other stuff and just drink beer and it's kind of a cool conversation piece if For nothing sure. else oh absolutely and so yeah. um it, it sounds like you're heavy into drag racing specifically like how did that start um geez i don't really know i think i've always kind of liked anything with a motor has attracted me like i've taken apart my little rc cars and i was a little kid that tried to figure out how to make them go faster as i'm sure everyone's totally. has done take apart a nintendo to figure out why you don't have to stop blowing in the cartridge <laughs> like it's just kind of been a thing that's Wait, grown i have to stop you there no not, one's ever figured that out no you're not supposed to blow in the cartridge apparently <laughs> apparently that's a no-no and i didn't learn that until like six months ago yeah exactly. um and that I, by that time it was like 20 years too late yeah, yeah. um I don't know. It's always been when I was a kid, I grew up in a rural part of New Jersey. So I had dirt bikes and four wheelers and stuff. And it's always been fun to get together with your friends and, you know, go enjoy yourselves and having a motor helps. Um, and then when it became cars, it's kind of the same thing. You, you know, you didn't want to get beat by your buddy's car. And I mean, I've been beat by all kinds of stuff. And that's kind of the fun of it mm. is I, I really enjoy the build part of it and if it's not me actually physically building it it's me collaborating with you know certain you know people and shops that we work with a lot to kind of do exactly what the vision is like have that conversation like here's what we want this to be mm -hmm. and then here's how we're going to get there and like every detail along the way has to 
you know, be right. Yeah. It's that that is kind of cool to me. A lot of people like art and paintings and they collect other things. I don't know. For me, I think like building a car or like a certain particular car, there's like art to it. Mm -hmm. And I know modifying them sometimes makes people get crazy, but I also think that modifying them kind of makes it your own. For sure. Um, Oh, you're preaching to the choir over there. (laughs) Art art will, yeah. I I can't, that's like the joke that I can't leave anything stock. Yeah, I I rarely, yeah, I don't leave anything stock. But but I mean, um, you know, I guess... Just a little background on us, you know. Obviously, our listeners know, but for you to know, we're, we're kind of more into like the canyon carving. That's where it's we're a product sure. of our environments, right? So we like cars that handle well. We do autocross track days, whatever it may be. So we don't understand the science behind drag racing as much as we do our science, mm-hmm. if you will, if we can call it that, pseudoscience. Yeah. And um, I'm curious to know, like something like that, because there is a lot of it's it's very there's a lot of science and it's an art form and it's as you're describing and it's very complex to you know there's reaction times there's how do you put down that power there's tire pressures there's we were talking about this earlier and you said that your car makes 2,000 horsepower probably around there the drag the, car the yeah. drag car which is insane and how do you put that down and not you know and then on top of that like I was thinking what kind of differential do you have to manage 2,000 horsepower like it all add, and then what about the drive shaft I'm guessing then, it's a bunch <laughs> of numbers yeah, that, so it's, it's and just, letters that, that <laughs> yeah. car uh, has a Ford 9 inch kit in it from drive shaft shop uh, it's put together now we're, we're about to bring it out again in the latest revisions uh, a good friend of mine at induction performance victor and alpha in tampa uh they put together the car for me and and victor actually drives the race car he's got a ton more experience than me in a race mm. car and you know like pseudoscience like you were saying it's similar to the same thing except in drag racing like they've been doing it since think about like the 60s and the same things that hold true to those type of cars hold true to this type of car when you have a lot of horsepower really the first thing you need is forget the horsepower you got to dial in the chassis because you could have 4,000 horsepower and the old the old joke was i'm sure everyone's very familiar with it oh there's a thousand horsepower super it goes 1250 at you know 150 yeah well sure because a lot of them aren't set up correctly like Mm. The, a six-speed super is great for like what you're describing canyon driving and enjoying it just driving on the street but it's not a great drag racing car it's extremely expensive the transmissions are impossible to find and without the right tire combo and and you know people tried all kinds of things and they were hurting parts but there, there's been i mean there's been guys in the super community for decades that have seen success and and are getting faster and and faster and faster and keep pushing the envelope and now with technology like the in that green car we run a billet block motor um so it's not at all what came from the factory it's designed off that but it's a piece of billet aluminum cut into the block of a supra sleeve piston walls and everything for serviceability and if you blow things up and uh, yeah, I'm sure you know it's the same thing with any type of racing. Like nothing is guaranteed, so you're gonna hurt stuff when you're yeah. taking six cylinders and making seven second passes in it. You're gonna break things, and that's um, part of the learning experience, right? You need to yeah. figure out what breaks and where you improve. And um, so going back to the chassis, like what do you do to a chassis to make it? Is it? For, I imagine um, putting down the power, right? That's what yeah. It so a lot of it is suspension work uh, on that particular car, and on my other car, we have a Penske shock that's, you know custom between induction and Penske they got together to make you know the proper valving and everything for the horsepower all that stuff is tested before it even gets on the car um, the suspension essentially when we get to the drag strip is almost already set up uh, but a lot of it is actually spring rates in the front end a lot of people think it's a lot in the rear end but like ideally you know it looks cool on in photos if a car does a huge wheelie from the starting line but yeah, that's not cool. the 
that's not the intended use of it for drag racing for sure. you know you want the weight transfer to stay smooth the car to stay flat and the car to get out of the hole so um it's it's a lot of of tuning of the chassis tuning of you know the in that particular car we run a motec so uh my tuner alpha from induction uh you know getting it right boost by gear making sure that you're not overpowering the tires but you need to also have enough you know boost to get it out of the hole mm. um so it's a, it's a lot of testing and you know it's a lot of people that are honestly like far more intelligent than me with way more experience and it's relying on those people's knowledge and like trusting those people and uh being willing to learn like being willing yeah. to like someone will tell you something that in your mind it has never made sense as to why that would work but then you say okay let's test it and they'll go out and they'll test it and they'll prove to you that it does work mm -hmm. but it, it just it's a lot of that it's a lot of you know relying on knowledge and knowledge from not things you read on the internet which is like a <laughs> issue today i'm sure you guys are super aware yeah, of sure. but like knowledge of going to test it yeah and actually doing it um and you know there's been a handful of guys over the years from all over the country you know utah and and nevada and texas and you know florida that have really pushed the envelope with the 2jz platform and like made great strides like so you didn't mention puerto rico i thought that was a big one uh yeah no <laughs> are, they, those, are they the rotary guys no there's like drag big, is massive down there right? big rotary guys right. down there which i think is cool they make tremendous power out of those motors um but yeah they have a lot of 2jz stuff over there and it's just guys like that 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 you know anyone that tells you that there's money in drag racing is either john force or they're lying <laughs> like it's there's no even if you win an event it's a net loss <laughs> you know for the weekend but yeah. it's the passion of it and it's getting to talk to those guys like you know we've talked for a while earlier today and like getting to talk to you guys about like what makes this interesting for all of us like this being interested in cars there's so many you know there's a billion cars driving by the bridge in front of us right now and we're not looking at any of them but yeah. i look at every you know i look at certain aspects of like every car and think hey that's kind of cool or like yeah they, they put a vacuum in a minivan i'm yeah. not a minivan guy but i'm like damn it'd be pretty cool to have a vacuum in your car Shit, <laughs> we, would always we be have clean. one of those yeah we have one i like that <laughs> uh you you talked about you weren't really sure about your future plans on this this uh, pristine car but what's the kind of like the holy grail for a super guy um if this isn't it for me i would have to say one of the more rare colors like the royal sapphire pearl the rsp the blue car quicksilver that's a silver car that they produced in very limited numbers um hard tops you know that's a, obviously an aero top or a target top as they call it here but you know those any rare color hard top low mileage never been modified at all yeah um not owned by me basically yeah right yeah but specifically or, or me previously <laughs> yeah I agree yeah but specifically the blue or the silver those are i think that the rare colors would be something that i don't know why i really love the black color yeah that's and that a, was the color of my first one as well but i was saying that's like the easiest one to sell you know yeah. black black with you know all stock i course. guess when it gets down to a certain point it just becomes the rarity of of some of the other colors that give it a little bit more appeal yeah um, i didn't realize those were the rarest ones yeah they they, they definitely have like some hand single digit production number cars jeez um okay i guess one of those would be a yeah rail. yeah yeah that makes sense and this will, outside, this will do till, till then I outside guess. of supras what's on your radar um i've had a few cars uh, i had a gallardo for a little while i have 
a 65 Ford Thunderbird that doesn't really match with anything else. Uh, was your was your Gallardo supercharged or turbocharged? It was it was neither. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. Yeah, oh. it was. I thought you would like half just 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 exhaust on it. Uh, you know, it was fun to drive around, but it's not really like my type of car, so it didn't. F- fit me so much i enjoyed driving it i didn't enjoy like the excess as we talked about earlier like the excess attention that it got it's not really my thing yeah um i just got a cadillac ctsv that i really really oh, like a lot wagon um, or sedan uh, sedan okay. 2016 it's a, oh, okay yeah it's a i'm enjoying that car and it was something that has to work for the wife that she can drive that she's not like afraid of and yeah she feels comfortable enough with it um yeah, I imagine that's like a really easy car to drive for someone like that because it's like it has so much torque and power that it's like effortless. You know, you barely even step on the throttle. It's yeah. Kind of waft around. Yeah, yeah she she cool. can drive it most of its existence yeah. under 30% throttle yeah. and it's and then fine. You're, and you get in and you can have a blast too, right? And hauling ass everywhere. Yeah, we can yeah. take it to a nice dinner and enjoy ourselves along the way and still not have too much attention when you pull yeah. up to somewhere. Uh, yeah. In and out and you're in a car that you enjoy that is for you to enjoy, not for other people to... Yeah give that's, you attention that's and, what we're you know. all about yeah that's really what it boils down to it's like what makes you feel good and what it, it's the interior space it's the way that the, you know transmission feels the steering that as we, we're total nerds like you're describing yeah. the details so yeah. wait you, and you live right here outside or you live in miami uh, i live or? i live in south florida yeah i okay. live in delray beach which is a little bit north of here so what is a what is like do you ever go out and just drive we've i mean the the stereotypical florida thing is like yeah they just like look forward to an off-ramp or an on-ramp like yeah that's the great turns right there is yeah there is no uh twisties as you guys would call them or you know any type of canyon driving excitement um there's you know you could cruise the beach on a1a and it'd be nice but it's 35 miles an hour so really what can you do yeah um (laughs) And in certain areas, there it's just plastered with cops, you know, watching more for the people's homes, I think, than anybody's speeding. Uh, yeah. But, mm. yeah, there's not much. So in Florida, it's interesting because I'm from, a, like, an area of New Jersey that has nice turns and uh-huh. it's mountainous and it's kind of very nice. And then when you get to Florida, everyone just, if they want to go out and they drive, they go out at 2 o'clock in the morning and they race on the highway. Yeah, that's why it's kind of known for the 2JZs with the single turbos and yeah. stuff like that. It's all... Yeah, big horsepower works well down here. Yeah, it's like uh, the 80, 80, 80 miles an hour pl- you know, pulls and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. You know? so, 80 yeah. to 200 or whatever you do. Uh, yeah, that was the big thing, man, like 10 years ago when I had another super down here and we got to these car mates and everybody was, you know, oh, you know, 60 roll, 60 roll, 60 uh, roll, yeah. 60 roll. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while, you'd have a guy come out in a domestic, and he'd want to dig race somebody. And uh, it was always hard for those guys to find their race, you know. Uh. <laughs> Did you get involved with that, play around with that a little bit? Uh, Off yeah. the record? I don't yeah. Mean, <laughs> alleg- allegedly? Yeah, allegedly. That was, that was 10 years ago. Allegedly. So, yeah, we, we definitely had some fun. Uh, we went out once. Uh, I think it was some, probably one of the most epic times ever in a car. It was a group of six of us going to Tampa, which is about three hours uh driving normally and we left down here about 11 o'clock to go to this event up in tampa and i there was a point i looked down and i hadn't and you know 120 doesn't sound crazy but when you've been going 120 or above for over an hour wow. that's a little bit crazy yeah you know? yeah yeah <laughs> kind of gives you some pause now that I'm, florida life <laughs> yeah i'm a little bit older now so it gives you a pause when you go to do a poll and that you look down you're going 160 what am i doing like yeah 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 one of one of the most like memorable i guess or i don't know 
impactful videos of that type of racing for me was remember with the Street Fighter Street Fighter videos mm -hmm. like in the early 2000s yeah and uh, it was uh, it was basically like a parking lot and some guys were kind of what you're describing I think it was in Florida and it was a guy talking about a Supra and you know what he's got going on and everything and then this twin turbo NSX rolls up and the guy's like hey so you want to race whatever pull this and that and they're like let's go for it and they both have passengers and no one knows what's up with this with the nsx but the super guys like boasting talking about all the details and the nsx guys keeping it low-key you know and they go for it and like this super has supposedly had like 1200 wheel or something mm -hmm. and the nsx just disappears and they're like what the fuck yeah i think oh. i remember that video i think it was filmed in orlando was it orlando yeah i remember it was out <laughs> here it was so awesome like yeah i mean who knows what the hell that guy had going on but that's that, intense. that guy's car was fast the super was fast for many many years and early 2000s and i believe it was in the orlando area mm. and I've, I've met him a handful of times he's a very nice guy yeah. um most everyone at these car things are you know you share the same passion you should be respectful of whatever it is you know it doesn't have to be the car that you particularly would own mm -hmm. but you can appreciate why that person owns it and what makes it special to them yep um and like even going through like small things that we saw here today like people's hardware that they use to put things together like i appreciate i look at a screw head and to me i'm like Okay, that's a nice piece of hardware. You took time to say, yeah. I'm going to do something different with that particular thing. And it's it's like the little things, I think, that make it, you know, in South Florida, you get a little bit jaded because everyone has a new Ferrari, a new McLaren. You see all those cars all the time. And I don't know, there's not much. If you just walk into a dealership and make it yours, it doesn't really make it yours. Yeah, we yeah. Say, yeah we're you know? of the exact same philosophy. And, and we say, like, all it takes is money. But I know it's it's an, it's yeah. an easy thing to say. But sure. in reality, it's there's no creativity there. There's no passion. I mean, well, there is passion. But yeah, there is passion. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's the like, passion's a little bit disconnected. Yeah, yeah though. It's, it's a different type of thing. Yeah, exactly. I and think it's I fine, agree. too. I mean, we like it all. And, and obviously, those cars are insanely well engineered. And, and, and there's different purposes, right? Like, you know, mm -hmm. if you actually go and enjoy it and drive it, like, we put on these multi-day driving events or these rallies and you know it's fine we, it's mostly 80s and 90s centric but you know if you want to bring out your if you want to bring out your 991 gt3 rs like that's cool we'll yeah. have you you know you want to drive your car that's awesome as opposed to just cruising up and down the strip like trying to get attention right which is not our scene and yeah. like the thing we do like is when that gt3 rs gets like peppered you know you know or, or the the brand new Porsche, whatever, and you're like, it has chips all over it from Ooh. driving hard. But these guys are, you know, a lot of them, they're, yeah. that's what they're into. It's like, it's all so about driving these that's cars. That's why so. they bought the car. Yeah, that's yeah. why they got, bought the car, is to drive the shit out of it and have fun. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's like anything else, right? There's levels to it. There's guys that enjoy, you know, driving around in a Fox body that they've made their own and, and that they either drag race with or, or they like to, you know, try to take it to the canyons and do runs like that. And then there's guys that at a different level take something like that, mm. like the new Porsches and things, and they drive the hell out of them because that's what, that's just where they're at at that time. And I like guys like that. It makes me cringe to see a car that's as beautiful as that get just dinged up with rock chips. But yeah, that's yeah. your passion. I support the hell out of that. I think that's cool. Cool. Well, right on, man. Um, I think that's a podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for thanks for bringing the car out. I know yeah. it, it wasn't easy. It was uh, it, like you said, it's kind of a it's like an art piece, you know. Now you, but you can't drive a Van Gogh. That's what we always say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, uh, <laughs> it's awesome. I appreciate you guys having us here. It's been 
a really fun time. You guys are a great group of guys. So yeah, and uh, and do you want to kind of plug anything or promote? I know you mentioned Instagram. But, yeah, yeah. Instagram, Rat Rod Supra. Feel free to follow. I don't post too many things, but I post every once. In but a all of your cars, cars are on that. Yeah, yeah all yeah, the yeah. cars are on that. I just cool. kind of use that instead of a personal page just to show car stuff. I like it. Um, yeah, that's about it. Right on. Cool. Well, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. All right, thank you. Guys. Bye. Later.